welcome back to another episode of the movie bugle podcast my name is justin and i am so excited that you guys have decided to listen to me talk about movies and tv shows <laughs> well this is episode five in season three you know the first couple of episodes, I was talking about all things Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So wanted to keep things going, have a great episode planned for you guys and want to go ahead and get started. As always, please be sure to check me out on my Instagram page at The Movie Bugle. I like to post different things on there, anything that interests me. You can also talk with me. You can ask me questions on there. Um, follow me, like, share, and let's go ahead and get things going. So as I mentioned, the first couple of episodes this season, I wanted to do like a deep dive into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because that was supposed to be like a monumental like movie, especially after coming after, you know, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. So I wanted to do like a history of Wanda, wanted to do a history of Doctor Strange. And I really wanted to like really do like a deep dive because sometimes there's so many projects and there's so many moving pieces in marvel that you can get lost or you haven't seen things in, in a while so i wanted to do a deep dive and then my last episode which was episode four i did my spoiler review talking about my thoughts about it so if you haven't checked it out please be sure to check that out as well but i was thinking i was like you know what it's almost the end of may and it's so funny how fast this year has gone by like i think as you get older time just seems to go by a little bit faster like it i blink and all of a sudden it's already may like my year this year has been very hectic not anything bad you know started a new job has been traveling a lot so all good things but sometimes it's like dang i need to take a second and pause like there's a lot of movies i haven't seen yet there's a lot of tv shows i need to catch up on trying to get there don't worry <laughs> i can't be the movie bugle and not be caught up on these things so but i was thinking to myself i said you know i haven't done a you know summer release episode yet and i usually do that i used to talk about what's coming in the fall or what's coming in mainly what's coming in the summer i like to put together a good list so i have a list of things that i'm most excited for for this summer and um there's you know it's it's quite it's not a lot but it's it's enough it's, it's significant some things i'm just you know interested in i can't put everything that's coming out this summer because between movies well movie theaters uh any streaming platforms like netflix or disney plus or hulu or hbo max you know there'll be a lot you know netflix they're like notorious for putting out a brand new movie every single week so it's sometimes it's really hard to catch up and watch everything um but i wanted to put together a list of things that i'm most excited for and maybe some things that you guys didn't even know that was coming out and please be sure to let me know what you guys are excited to see as well now everything on this list i'm excited for but the first thing i wanted to mention on this list is um a movie that i'm not gonna watch but i know that there's a lot of people who like this franchise and this brand so i wanted to make sure that i include it in it as well just in case you didn't know that this movie was coming out and that's the bob burgers movie coming out on march not march <laughs> on may 27th um so this movie is being released by disney this is actually going to theaters this is a, a franchise that was acquired by disney when disney bought fox so it's obviously it's a little bit more risque i mean if you know the brand i mean i don't i don't know it at all but you know i i like i said i'm not really excited to see this but i wanted to make sure i included it on this list because i know there's a lot of people who are excited and who like that brand so the bob burgers movie comes out on may 27th but something i am excited to see that comes out on may 27th is the obi-wan kenobi series which is um on disney plus now don't kill me for saying this but i'm not the biggest star wars fan and when i say that that doesn't mean i don't like star wars i'm just not the biggest fan like i don't know all the intricacies i don't know all of the names and the characters and the planets and i don't know all the different storylines i've watched the original trilogy i've watched the prequels and i've watched the new movies that come out i think i've also seen rogue one which is actually one of my favorite star wars movies um i started to watch mandalorian but once i started to get into mandalorian and the boba fett and then i know the ahsoka show is coming that was a little bit too like detailed for me and i was just like you know what i can't really follow this so hats off to everyone who watches it and enjoys it i definitely enjoyed the galaxy's edge park at disney super fun they have two rides there they have the um, millennium falcon um 
ride as like smugglers run or something like that i forgot the actual name of it but it's a millennium falcon ride and then they have one of my favorite rides of at disney of all time um rise of the resistance if you haven't rode this ride yet it's super amazing it's like three rides into one and it's i don't even call it a ride it's like an experience it starts from the line it's, it's really hard to like describe it and if you haven't rode it buy a ticket to disney world in, in florida or disneyland out here in california and go experience a ride even if you are not a star wars fan i promise you you will enjoy that ride but anyways I wanted to check out the Obi-Wan Kenobi series because like I said, I've watched the original trilogy, I've watched the prequels, and because you know, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen is coming back to um, play the characters of Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, I figured, you know what, let me go ahead and check this out and see what's going on with it. So I'm really excited for that particular series. Something else that's also coming out on May 27th is Top Gun Maverick. And I am a sucker for anything that has to do with military. You know, I love military movies. I love sports movies. You know what's funny is I actually don't watch sports regularly like i watch like the headline stuff like now that i you know i'm i live over here in california la so the dodgers is like a huge thing over here just like the lakers and you know full of so the world series i'll watch the games if the dodgers make it but other than that i'm not really watching baseball you know i'll watch the 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 finals for you know basketball i'll watch the super bowl for the halftime show but other than that i'm not watching sports like that in the same with the military i never wanted to join the military but i have respect for any any persons who are in the military so shout out if you're listening to this if you're in the military i salute you but i'm really excited to see this this is a tom cruise movie this is a sequel to the 1980s top gun movie that came out and i'm really excited to see it because when i, I remember watching this trailer in the theaters and just seeing like the massive scale of like how this movie is going to look on screen i was like oh yeah okay so i'm a sucker for a cinema cinematography i'm a sucker for movie experience so i have to go check it out that's that's just what is given <laughs> and then one more thing that's coming out that i'm super excited for on may 27th is stranger things volume 4 part 1 now I know it's been three years since the third season of stranger things but unless you have been living under a rock who hasn't seen this this tv show it was one of the tv shows that you know netflix has obviously been around for a while but i feel like it put netflix on the map as far as giving us quality content um you had other things like orange is the new black and you had house of cards on netflix but i feel like stranger things was like one of the like the things that actually put netflix out there that says oh, okay they're actually giving us like big budget stuff um you know i remember when people started talking about it it was very nostalgic for the 80s and stuff like that so i've actually just rewatched seasons one through three just to get prepared for this and i'm super excited for it now there were some reports that came out that said that this season it, they put about 30 million dollars into each episode and they've already sent out a few episodes as like some high level critics which one day i'm claiming it i will be there i will get invited to presses and not press oh i say presses press screenings <laughs> i'm sorry y'all it's been a long day but anyways i'm gonna get these screeners and stuff like that so i'm gonna be able to check out things you know early hopefully one day but i've been seeing people post their reviews and stuff like that online and one review said that every penny of that 30 million dollars per episode so you can see on screen so i am super excited they've already announced that the fifth season is going to be the final season so i'm super sad about that but i'm curious to see what they're going to be bringing us this season i believe there is two parts so there's another part that's coming out later in the summer which i'll get to that in just a moment and i also think that each episode is going to be a long episode which it better be because we had to wait three years for this season to come out obviously covid obviously you know restrictions and setbacks and all that jazz however comma <laughs> we we waited three years so this better bring it i want to see so much stuff and i i just can't wait to just dive back into hawkins and into that world of stranger things so that's coming out on may 27th 
Now, skipping ahead a little bit over to June 8th, you have My Girl Miss Marvel, which is the next Disney Plus Marvel series that's coming out. If you don't know about Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel is a Pakistani character. Um, in the comics, she's actually an inhuman. And since in the MCU, we don't really have the inhumans like that, they're sort of changing her power sets a little bit. I believe she's going to get her power from like these little bracelets. Um, I'm just going based off what I see in the trailers, but they sort of changed their powers a little bit in the comics. She stretches like um, Mr. Fantastic. So I think she's going to be able to do that, but I don't think that's going to be like her power set like it is in the comics. But this is going to be a weekly release. So I believe they release their TV shows on Wednesdays. So every Wednesday starting June 8th, we're going to be getting an episode of Miss Marvel. Can't wait to see that. On Netflix on the same day, there's a movie called Hustle that's coming out and that's starring Adam Sandler. And this is about um, a basketball scout who discovers a new street player that could get him back into the to in a good brand and revive his career. So Adam Sandler, you know, he's a legend in his crafts. You know, a lot of his movies lately hasn't really hit the way like his movies back in the day has. But, you know, still put some respect on his name. But this is giving, you know drama this is giving seriousness so i want to see him bring it with the acting chops so really excited about that two days later on june 10th we're getting the jurassic world dominion now funny story with the jurassic franchise i love the jurassic franchise don't get me wrong i love the theme parks you know i'm i'm a theme park junkie so when i lived in orlando i actually worked for sea world i worked for disney world and i also worked for universal studios and at Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, they have a Jurassic Park section. I think they rethemed it now to Jurassic World. Um, I remember when I was younger, my grandmother and my aunt took me and my cousin over to Islands of Adventure, and we got to ride the Jurassic World River Adventure ride. It was right after the park had just opened. We waited like two hours to get on. It was the best thing ever. Got super wet, you know, all the stuff like that. Then got on it over and over again because the line wasn't as long. So have a lot of fun with that. But I remember um, when a, the first Jurassic World came out a few years ago, uh, me and a couple of friends went over to the Chinese theater and to see it in Hollywood. And there's only been a few movies outside of the Marvel franchise that the Chinese theater I've seen packed and Jurassic World was one of them. And I remember when I was sitting in the theater, I was super excited to see, I was like, all right, what is this movie about to bring? What is this movie about? Is this a remake? Obviously it's not a remake, it's a continuation of the original Jurassic Park trilogy. But I remember, you know, they had the trailers playing and all stuff like that. And then right when the movie was about to start, they paused everything and they turned the lights on and they brought out the director and they brought out the producer who also worked on the original Jurassic Park movie and then they also brought out a few of the actors as well Chris Pratt wasn't there I think he was on set filming one of the Guardians of the Galaxy's movies so they FaceTimed him and they showed him the crowd and stuff like that and we all got to wave and stuff like that I, that was really cool so I'll always have that memory but this Jurassic World movie, Jurassic World Dominion, is supposed to be the last installment in the Jurassic World franchise. And I guess what they mean by that is, you know, a, a part of like the Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic Park, you know, movies and stuff like that. This is supposed to be the last one. So if they make any movies with dinosaurs going forward, it's not going to be a part of the Jurassic franchise. It's going to be a completely different thing. You know, dinosaurs is not going anyway, any, you know, not going anywhere in the movies and stuff like that you know hollywood doesn't make anything new anymore they just recycle new stuff speaking of which there's this it thing with bringing back nostalgia and that's no different from this uh jurassic world movie you know we saw it in you know the terminator movie um they we saw it in oh what else do they do it with they do it with everything like it's like they bring back you know oh we saw it in star wars force awakens they brought back you know princess leia and han solo you know and you know what's another interesting thing i was actually just watching one of my favorite movies a league of their own starring tom hanks and this that's one of my favorite movies of all time just because i i used to watch that movie all the time with my grandmother growing up and i just love it i love it just love that movie so much 
um i was actually watching it not too long ago and afterwards i was just going through the cast list just so i can say okay yeah i remember this person i recognize this person but obviously they were very young when they made that movie and i saw they were making a remake for a league of their own and i was like all right listen all right hold on whoever whoever is green lighting this needs to be fired immediately we don't need a remake for everything like some things it works like you know there's a remake for the bel-air show fresh prince of bel-air and i'm actually really digging it because yes it has like you know the same like general storyline the characters names are the same but it's a very different show there i think you know they remade you know full house into fuller house we don't need a remake for everything though like some things is to be original you know we got a whole bunch of sequels for michael myers they did a remake for it the first it was good the second one didn't land as well but we, we don't need to remake everything so whoever is out there about to remake a league of their own please leave it alone i didn't mean to rhyme but bars <laughs> but yeah so jurassic world domain is coming they're bringing back the original you know tr uh, trio from the jurassic uh, park franchise so i'm super excited about that love to see it that comes out on june 10th skip ahead a few days on june 15th is love victor and love victor um this is a third and final season that will premiere on hulu and disney plus simultaneously all at the same time now if you don't know about love victor i am a, a sucker for teenage coming of age stories you know that's somewhere something in that i just i wish that i had the courage that i see in these movies and tv shows when i was that young so i just i, I live for that but love victor is in the universe of the movie love simon if you don't know about love simon it's about a guy named simon who come is trying to figure out his sexuality and figure out his identity you know amongst his parents and his friends and his peers so they did a continuation of a tv show called love victor and originally the first season was supposed to be on disney plus so they sort of like like toned the they toned it down a bit as far as like themes and topics and stuff like that and try to make it really like pg like more on like not more on the g side but just really like right there in the middle, like pg but then i guess because of the subject matter they decided to put it on hulu now season two they turned it up to a pg-13 um there was a lot more like sexual tension you know amongst the different kids there was a little bit more cussing a little bit more real topics and stuff like that and uh, they utilized that you know hulu platform and not you know didn't stay away from those topics because originally it was supposed to be on disney plus now with season three disney is started to integrate more adult content on disney plus because obviously they need to get their subscribers numbers up which they are they're doing pretty good i think the last time i saw they're like above 130 million worldwide so that's pretty good um, well it's not pretty good it's amazing <laughs> but you know they're they're starting to implement more adult content on there overseas they already have it there's like a section on disney plus called star for those of you who are listening overseas i'm pretty sure if you have disney plus you know exactly what i'm talking about there's a section on there called star we don't have that here in america in america we have hulu and when disney acquired fox disney became majority show, like shareholder of hulu so all of their adult content they push over to hulu I think we're going to start seeing more of that actually fall into Disney Plus to try to make it all aligned. The first thing they really did with that is they put the Netflix Marvel shows like Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist and The Punisher. They put that on Disney Plus. But in order for you to access it, you have to set your profile with a password to keep, I guess, children out, which is pretty good. The only thing is it's really annoying that you have to put that password in there every single time. On my phone is really easy, but if I do it on my Apple TV, I have to like scroll and stuff so it's, it's annoying it's like me nitpicking but it's not bad at all but i think by them doing that they can start putting things on there like logan or deadpool or you know more adult content just in general and i think that's what they're going to be doing you know moving forward so love victor season three will be on both disney plus and hulu on june 15th two days later we have a movie that i'm actually kind of skeptical about because 
as much as I adore the franchise, I'm I'm wanting them to create something else, but I feel like this is a good spin on it. This is the movie Lightyear. Lightyear is Pixar's next installment. It's basically about, not about Buzz Lightyear the toy, it's about the astronaut Buzz Lightyear who, who inspires the toy. So um, Chris Evans voices Lightyear, and I'm I'm gonna watch it. Obviously, I'm gonna be in the theater. I'm gonna see it, and I hope it's a good story. I know it's a little bit of a controversy surrounding it, just because there's supposed to be some type of, I guess, like you know, gay kiss or something like that in it. And there's people saying, why do you have to put that in a children's movie? But I'm like, there's a whole bunch of heterosexual kisses inside children's movies, so I don't know. I I just feel like you know, just give me a good story, and if it if it's involved in the story, that obviously I don't really care because I'm I'm rooting for anything and all thing you know love is love that's how i feel about everything but you know i i want it to be a good movie now the reason why i'm feeling some type of way about the light year movie coming out just because yes i understand franchises i understand that toy story is a huge franchise for disney give us something else <laughs> that's how i feel about it give us something else like you know, the first Toy Story is a classic. That's iconic. That That's on a level on its own. You know, the second Toy Story came out, you know, just as iconic. Then you have the third Toy Story movie that came out. And that one really started. I think that one opened up the question of Pixar emotionally manipulating people. Because there's certain things that happen in a movie where if you don't feel some type of way, it's you're sort of judging your own character. And it's sort of like forced like it's it's forced like when all the toys are like in the firing furnace and you think they're about to die like i like i remember people like sitting in the theaters like just sobbing that part didn't get me what got me was the very end when andy is giving him to his toys to um i think her name is bonnie and if you were around my age when the first toy story movie came out that one like the third toy story movie came out when you were in college so it came out or you were about to go to college or you were in college so the fact that it was andy going off to college and he gives his toys away that hit home for so many people and that's when i remember like crying watching that movie and so many people who've seen the third toy story movie they'll have that same experience of just crying at the very end and that movie and that scene was drawn out it was beautiful and it was great then you have toy story 4 and the graphics were really good i didn't really care for the movie that much to be completely honest with you like i just i didn't like the progression of the story i didn't like how they treated buzz i didn't like how they treated woody um i actually didn't like bonnie i felt like you know like i i just didn't like her and i don't i don't want to talk bad about like children in that sense obviously she's an animated child she's not really real but i i didn't like the movie i didn't really care for forky like and i just felt like all right you guys like give us something different like give us something else we don't need another so when they announced lightyear i was like oh here we go but this is a different this is different this is you know yes it's in that same story and i'm pretty sure they're going to tie it together some type of way but this is his own story so we'll see what happens like i said i'm going to be seated in the theater i'm, I'm going to watch it <laughs> but um i'm i'm just curious to see what they're going to be giving us with lightyear so jumping ahead the next week we have the movie elvis and Elvis, I forgot the, the the actor who's playing Elvis, but this is another biopic, and I love me a good biopic. You know, we had uh, Respect that came out last year with Jennifer Hudson with the late, you know, Etta James. You know, Bohemian Rhapsody, which is one of my favorite biopics. There's so many great biopics that's come out in the past years. I don't really know too much of Elvis's music per se, but I'm really excited to see this movie because I love musicals. I love biopics. I love that type of, you know, movie. So that's another one I'm going to watch as well. So that comes out on June 24th. Another movie that comes out on June 24th is like a, I don't know if it's like a horror or a suspense movie, but this is called The Black Phone. And it's pretty much about this 13 year old boy who gets abducted by the serial killer and traps him in a soundproof room. And I guess he communicates some type of way with someone who's trying to help them through this black phone that's in the room. I don't know. It looks really weird. Um, it looks like scary. And I love a good scary movie in the summertime. So I'm going to be watching it. So that's called The Black Phone. Um, if you like scary movies, I would definitely recommend it. The trailer looks scary enough. So I'm like, hey, why not? <laughs> so 
jumping to July, a movie that I am excited to see, but I have a little skepticism about it just because I'll explain in a second. But Minions, The Rise of Gru. Now, I am a huge Despicable Me fan. I remember when the first movie came out, I didn't see it uh, for whatever reason. And one of my friends at the time was like, yo, you need to check out this movie. It's great. It's dope. And I was like, you know, it's, it's, it's a kid's movie, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is back when I always associated animated movies to kids' movies. I have since matured. Animated movies are not just for kids. They are not some of the best stuff I've seen is animation, just hands down. Um, but this is when I was like, no, you know, it's fine. But then I heard the soundtrack and I was like, wait, hold up. Pharrell is on the soundtrack? Like, let me let me check this out real quick. Now, Pharrell is one of my favorite producers. He's one of my favorite artists just because his discography of music is so wide. He's worked with so many people in the industry and his sound is very unique to him. Like I, for the most part, I could usually hear a song and be like, yep, that's Pharrell. Um, he throws out a lot of surprises out there too, where it's like, wait, that's Pharrell? That's crazy. But I'm a huge fan. So I checked out the first Despicable Me movie, fell in love. The second one, was I, was I working for Universal? I think I was working for Universal at the time. So we got a screener. So when you work for Disney or when you work for Universal, this is how it used to be. I don't know how it is now. Even in the parks, they, you will be invited to, they will, they will preview the movie before it comes out for their employees not like on the red carpet or anything like that but you know especially if you worked um at the parks and stuff like that both parks on the coast like universal and disney has like movie theaters attached to them disney over here used to have one but they don't have it anymore but anyways they used to have it but um they used to preview any movies that was related to that property so universal movies you got a preview for you disney movies you got a preview for any of uh, their ips you got a preview for as well so like star wars or marvel or anything like pixar related to disney obviously universal and they're all their movies as well so I remember we got a preview for the Despicable Me 2 and that theater was packed. And I think they said you could bring someone, but there was mostly adults. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So this I'm in good company. So love this first three Despicable Me movies. The Minions movie was kind of like it was it was cute, but it's not one of those I want to keep watching. And I the I, I think of the Minions movie the same way I thought about Finding Dory. Finding Nemo is, I, 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 lo I love the movie, but it's not one of my favorite Pixar movies. But anyways, that's besides the point. In the movie Finding Nemo, I feel like Dory works great as a sidekick character. And I feel like sometimes when you give like sidekick characters their own movie, it doesn't have as much weight. I feel like Dory's, Dory's role in Finding Nemo was pivotal and I don't want to label the Dory as just a sidekick, but you know, the movie's main point was about Marlon trying to find ne uh, Nemo, right? So in the Despicable Me franchise, you have the minions, which are funny characters, but they support the main cast of Gru and his three kids. So when minions came out, I was like, um, okay, like I don't know if I can really watch. Like, you know, it was it was cute, but it's not something I want to put on a watch. It's that's probably more for like young kids, like like younger kids. I feel like people of all ages could watch the Despicable Me movies and enjoy them because there's context and there's subcontext in there that even as adults you can watch it and you can grasp, right? The Mingus movie was for little children. So there's nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't my cup of tea. So I'm very curious about the Mingus Rise of Gru movie because, yeah, Gru is in it, but he's a young child and it's supposed to be like him becoming the Gru that we all know. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm going to watch it, but I'm just, I hope it's not like the Mingus movie that we got the first time. And I'm hopefully it's like a mixture of the Spickle on Me and the Mingus movie. We'll see where it lands, but I'm super excited about that. That comes out on July 1st. Another thing that comes out on July 1st is Stranger Things um, Volume 4 Part 2. So I mentioned earlier that the Part 1 is going to come out, and I think it's like the first five episodes, and they're all dropping on the same day, and that's on May 27th. Well, Part 2 is going to come out on July 1st, and at first when they 
when they mentioned two parts i was like why are they splitting it up in two parts like i was just like they've never really done that before and i think well one the episodes are going to be longer so if each episode is 90 minutes to two hours like if each episode is almost a movie within itself that's a lot to like unpack so if they have you know five episodes in the first part that's like watching five movies back to back you probably will need some time and i'm pretty sure that fifth episode may be long i'm pretty sure that's going to have a huge cliffhanger that you're going to be anticipating and waiting like another month for the next part to come out so and that may be like two two and a half hours long just that fifth episode and this is me speculating i don't know anything but this is just me guessing what's happening so that may be the reason why they split it up into two parts but i'm super excited about that i'm also going to be doing a review once it comes out so be sure to check to movie bugle podcast when that review comes out out, but super excited about the part two of stranger things volume four the following week on july 8th thor love and thunder which is the next installment in the mcu movie franchise so so far this year we've had doctor strange and the multiverse of madness that came out in may the next movie is this one thor love and thunder then we also have um black panther wakanda forever which is coming out in november and then in between we have all these different um disney plus shows that are coming so we've already had um moon knight now we have uh miss marvel that's coming out then we have She-Hulk that's just being announced. I'm just going to go over that in just a second. I'm pretty sure we're going to have another one that's going to be coming out in the fall sometime. So we have a lot of content that's coming our way when it comes to Disney. So with Thor Love and Thunder, I am obviously I'm excited because it's Marvel but i'm curious to see now for this movie just based off of the trailer and just based off a little bit of what i know this is adapting the storyline where jane foster becomes thor now in the comics i think she somehow has cancer and she's sick and i think when she wields mjolnir and becomes thor that makes her better i don't know how they're going to adapt this in the storyline to be honest with you um but i'm curious to see how that is everything that we've seen so far besides i want to say black widow has all been post thanos snap and post blip so this is you know it even shows him like he's still fat thor part of the trailer and then like he's doing like you know exercises and he gets like his body back and stuff like that so i'm pretty sure it's gonna be funny you know taika watiti is um directing it he he directed thor ragnarok so it's gonna be given exactly what needs to be gave so super excited about that i'm will definitely do a review talking about thor love and thunder when that comes out as well so be sure to be on the lookout for that Jumping ahead a couple of weeks is something I'm actually really excited for. This is the next movie from Jordan Peele himself. The movie is called Nope. (laughs) And you know what's so funny is like thinking about that name itself. We've only gotten one trailer from it so far. You don't really know what's happening in the trailer. It looks like aliens. uh, It looks like 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 abduction and stuff like that. But I want to say events that's gonna happen in this movie will probably be sitting in the audience being like nope uh uh-uh nope the entire time and i think that's probably why he named this movie nope so super clever jordan peele is definitely making a name from himself you know he started off doing his sketch show and key and peel and then he directed um get out and which led him to direct the movie us i know he was an executive producer on the new Candyman movie I think he also did the twilight zone that was on cbs as well so he is adapting the responsibility of telling the black perspective and black stories through like the horror genre which i feel like is very bold of him to do and i think when he did get out it was a surprise because i remember just seeing trailers about it and being really confused by it but it was definitely like an indie movie and i think that movie they made it for like four or five million dollars and the profit on it i think it made like almost 300 million dollars like us alone and i think that speaks volumes because 
it was one of those movies it was word of mouth like everyone was like wait have you seen get out you need to go see get out and there's so many different nuances and just different things you can watch get out over and over and over again and pick up on something different you did uh, you didn't catch the first time or the second time or even the third time watching it so i'm really excited to see what nope is going to be giving us um, I'm a huge fan of his. I really wished that he was actually directing the Blade movie that's supposed to be coming out by Marvel, but I think he said that he doesn't want to direct a superhero movie right now, which I guess I know it's a big responsibility, but you know, I I I think that he would be able to tell like a really good like perspective behind it. And I think Blade would have been perfect because Blade, he could introduce like horror elements into the movie, but also tell it from like a black perspective. And since he's already telling black stories like that, I feel like it would have been perfect. But anyways, Nope comes out on July 22nd. Super excited about that. Another movie that's coming out that stars Chris Evans is a movie called The Gray Man. This is also on Netflix. This is directed by Joe Anthony Russo. It's supposed to be an action-packed movie. Um, I don't really know too much about it. I don't even think I've seen the trailer yet. But anything that has Joe Anthony Russo a part of it, I want to watch it just because they gave us Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> they also gave us Civil War so and also a Winter Soldier so what else can you really expect that that's their resume you want to know what their resume is watch winter soldier civil war captain um infinity war and endgame period <laughs> and then something else that i didn't know that was coming out but when i was doing my research for this episode house party and this is um starring lebron james and it's coming out on hbo max now i'm gonna check it out you know, LeBron James, he did, uh, what was the name of the movie? Uh, Space Jam. He did Space Jam 2 last summer. It was okay. Like, I feel like Space Jam, that's another one. Like, they're, they're remaking everything. It was a complete remake. Uh, well, was it a remake? I mean, it could have, yeah. I mean, I get yes and no. Like, it really didn't have anything to do with the original Space Jam movie. But it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, like don't touch the original. Like we don't need and we didn't we didn't need another Space Jam movie to be completely honest. But I know LeBron James is trying to like uh, I think he's already opened up like his movie studio or I know he's like doing something with that. So we're gonna be seeing more of him in Hollywood and there's a few of the things that he's popped up here and there. But this I think this is a project of his. So let's wait for that trailer. I don't think there's a trailer out for it yet, but let's wait and see what is given. But that's going to be on HBO Max on July 28th. The next day, July 29th, we're getting a few things. We're getting Bullet Train, which if you've been to the movies recently, you've seen this trailer. It looks very action packed. Um, don't really know too much about like what's going to be happening, but I'm going to check it out. Something else is also coming out on July 29th is DC Legend of the Super Pets. And this is another one of those examples. Now, this is a DC property, and the only DC things that we've gotten so far this year was the Batman, which I like thoroughly enjoyed. So I'm curious to see what this is going to give us. This is an animated movie, so there's going to be kids in the theater. I may or may not watch this in the theater. I'm not too sure. Um, they're not going to do it simultaneously on HBO Max. So you have to go either see it in theaters or wait till it hits HBO Max. But I will for sure check this movie out because I, you know, like superheroes and I want to see what it's going to be given. Another movie that's coming out on July 29th is a movie called Vengeance. And this is starring Issa Rae and Ashton Kutcher. Again, I haven't really seen anything from this yet, but I'm a huge fan of Issa Rae. You know, her show Insecure just wrapped this past year on uh, HBO. So I, anything that she puts her hands on, I definitely want to check out. And Ashton Kutcher, I haven't really seen him in anything in quite some time. So I'm curious to see what's going to be given there. Now, in August, I only have two things, but I wanted to talk a little bit about both of them, and both of them are TV shows that are coming out. So first, in August, is She-Hulk, and She-Hulk, right after, so we have, we have Doctor Strange, and that played, you know, is playing right now in theaters, and then right at the very tail end of that run, we're going to have Miss Mar Marvel, and that's supposed to be six episodes towards the end of that run is when Thor Love and Thunder is going to hit theaters and then we'll have that run in theaters and then we'll have She-Hulk so it's like Marvel is going to be spoon feeding us content continuously over the next couple of months now She-Hulk I am curious to see it 
and I I will I will be checking it out and it, it looks like a lot of fun um if you don't know the character She-Hulk She-Hulk um is I guess a cousin to uh Bruce Banner I cannot think of her actual like her her human name right now I'm so sorry I'll probably look it up and um in just a second but um she's a cousin to Bruce Banner and she's a lawyer and they pitched this show as like a lawyer sitcom type show like a comedy and there's rumors that maybe daredevil may show up in this show matt murdoch um if you've seen spider-man no way home you know he was spider-man's lawyer in that movie um played by the same actor who played daredevil in netflix uh charlie cox so i'm curious to see what's going to happen with that um they've also hinted at you know other versions of hulks showing up in this uh tv show as well and it's, it's kind of funny so i'm actually recording this the day after the she hulk trailer premiered online and it's kind of funny because a lot of people are talking about like the cgi and there's mixed some people are saying it looks good some people it looks bad here's here's my take on it my thing is this i feel like we are getting comic book characters brought to life right so comic book characters have a wide variety of the types of characters so you have people like and this is across the board this is not related to just marvel but you have people like for example you have batman you have um hawkeye you have black widow right you have very human characters no superpowers at all they're very intelligent in what they do right then you have uh, you can also even throw Iron Man in there, but I would say probably Iron Man, Captain America, because I would say the the Iron Man's power is his suits and he's like one of the most brilliant people on Earth. So I would say so. Yeah, Iron Man is probably somewhere in between like Batman and, you know, I would say Captain America, Black Panther were still very human people, but you have enhanced strength. Right. And then you also have people who could give us, you know, like Superman. You also have people like Thor. You have, you know, those like those types of characters where they still look human, but they're super strong. They can fly. Um, you throw Wonder Woman in there. You know what I mean? And then you also have characters that are out there that have magic, right? So you have like the Doctor Stranges and then you have the Wandas and you have, you know, those types of characters that are giving us spells. Then you have characters that honestly, without the enhancement of technology, they wouldn't exist. Like they're not real people like the Hulk or She-Hulk or the thing from Fantastic Four or, you know, even Thanos or, you know, I know in Infinity War, the children of Thanos were all CGI, but you know, you know, the flash or cyborg, like a cyborg is another one too. Like, you know, you have all these different characters where it's kind of like, okay. And I think with She-Hulk, it's, it's about a seven foot tall green lady, right? So unless they use practical effects, unless they hide someone who was that tall, painted them green, you know what I mean? It's like, they're going to have to use CGI. My thing is, that doesn't really take me out of the story. What takes me out of the story is if the story is bad. So like, for example, we just saw Moon Knight, right? I wasn't, a, I wasn't a huge fan of Moon Knight. I'm sorry that it just wasn't my cup of tea. And it's, you know, I love Oscar Isaac. You know, I, I love him as an actor and I'm really excited to see Moon Knight continue on and be a part of the MCU. But I didn't really connect all that well with the show Moon Knight. Um, with that being said, I remember saying to myself, because I wasn't connecting with the show, I then noticed that his suit looked very CGI. So I'm pretty sure there was there was moments where his suit was real, but I'm pretty sure there was a lot more moments when his suit was was CGI, right? I would say a good example of CGI where I honestly feel like they didn't need to use it, but they did, but it still came out looking okay was spider-man's costumes the tom holland spider-man costume now obviously when he's wearing the iron spider suit cgi right it's nanobots and stuff like that like whatever blah blah blah, blah, blah. but even when he's just wearing like his regular costume a lot of times it's cgi like the entire thing like he wears a motion capture suit and it's cgi and 
you can't really tell unless you know like there's and they make it cgi one they wanted to hide it when they filmed uh captain america civil war they wanted to hide spider-man being a part of it so it was cgi but then his face is animated so his face moves like you know just like the comics did and my thing is i, I feel like we we have to take one or the other right so you have you have like for example, I'm going to do an episode uh, talking about the upcoming Avatar movie directed by James Gunn. And this Avatar movie is, I think the first one came out in 2009. So this is what, 13 years late for a sequel? But the visuals in this movie looks amazing, right? But also 13 years for this movie to come out. I don't think they were shooting and filming and editing for 13 years, but I know at least for the past like five years, they've been shooting and editing this movie. So you've had time to make the CGI look the way it's going to look. And I know the 3D visuals is going to be breathtaking and stuff like that, right? When it comes to stuff like, you know, the continuations of like these Marvel shows and, you know, even things like on the CW, when I was watching the flash on the CW and stuff like that, there was a lot of times where the CGI on the flash was very, like you can tell it was just basically a computer, but it didn't bother me because I was like, we're getting 22 to 23 episodes a year. You know what I mean? With all these stunts and stuff like that, that stuff takes time. You can't really do like the proper work with that. And I think even like with She-Hulk, I know they've been working on it for quite some time, but I'm like, come on, you guys. Like, I think that as a society, we're so nitpicky on different things. Now, obviously there are certain things where it looks horrible and it's like, all right, y'all, we can't really do this, but it doesn't really bother me. Like I, I didn't look at it and say, oh, this looks bad. Like this looks horrible. I think that there's people there. There's like a gang of people right now who they're looking for flaws especially for marvel i think that i don't know if it's like dc fans i don't want to point fingers at anyone but the reason why i'm thinking that is you know marvel has been hit after hit after hit and we had we had things like you know infinity war that has a lot of you know uh vfx in it right even you know uh avengers endgame has a lot of vfx in it and not a lot of people talked about a lot of things there was a couple of moments like when when uh mark ruffalo was in the the hulkbuster suit that was that was bad like it, that looked photoshopped when they opened up this the, this the helmet and his head was sticking out that looked bad but that didn't take me away from the fact that there were so many other parts of this movie where it felt real you know what i mean like so with she hulk unless the unless the show is bad I'm not going to let the fact that, you know, that it's a green seven foot tall lady walking around. You know what I mean? I feel like they did a good job. I feel like, yes, and they still have a few more months. I think from right now, they have three months to still work on this TV show to make it look a little bit better. I don't, they're not done. So I think that, you know, people are jumping to the gun a little bit too quickly when it comes to this type of stuff. And there's also think about this. You guys realize this is superheroes. Like these are people who are, you know, they're able to jump jump 100 feet in the air and you know turn green and like stuff that us normal humans cannot do so i'm not gonna nitpick on that type of stuff that's just me personally so rant over she hulk comes out <laughs> on august 17th it's supposed to be nine episodes super excited about that i wonder what is given i remember there was a rumor that there may be like other superheroes because she she is a, a lawyer for the superheroes like she's a lawyer for like i think they say in the trailer like enhanced humans or something like that so i'm wondering what kind of like surprise cameos like even if it's like really really small like this person like hawkeye shows up or whatever you know what i mean like crossovers and stuff like that where she has to defend them so i think that'd be really cool i think it's gonna be very playful she looks very um like sexual like she's like dating around looks like she's on tinder or something like that so i feel like it's, it's gonna be given exactly what needs to be gave and the last thing i'm going to mention on this episode that i'm super excited about this summer is a, a show that i hope is a redemption for its predecessor and when i say that i only mean the very very lateral like the latter part of its predecessor 
Um, there was a show that had seven great seasons, amazing, phenomenal, breathtaking, groundbreaking seasons. I know that the seventh season is kind of controversial to some people. Me, I love that it. it was a lot of redemption moments in that season. Um, but the eighth one, the to me was so bad. I, I don't even, I, I don't know what happens. I don't know where the eighth one is. We're still waiting for the eighth season. That's just that's my takeaway. Um, but I'm talking about House of the Dragon. This is a prequel to the Game of Thrones show um, that wrapped a couple of years ago regarding the rise and the fall of House of Targaryen. If you are a Game of Thrones fan like I am, I didn't read the books. Um, I wish I could go back and read. I, I know I can, but, you know, it's, you know, but I, I want to go back and I want to dive deep into the lore of Game of Thrones because I know there's so much story that can be done. Um, but yeah, this is going to be about the rise and the fall of the House of Targaryen. I think this takes place about three to four hundred years before the events of Game of Thrones. Um, so we better see dragons like I want to see. Dra and this is going back to my conversation about CGI like there is dragons, right? So. If, the, if it looks a little wonky here and there, it's dragons. There's no dragons flying around and so that they can take a real picture of. So they have to create it. And yes, there's money being poured into it, but I'm I'm not going to be tripping. Like I, unless it looks horrible, like horrible, I'm not going to trip. Like I'm just, I want to see dragons on the screen and I better see dragons aft. Like I want to see any person who doesn't bend the knee. If you don't bend the knee, ho, you are getting burnt alive. <laughs> I want to see dragons rip people to shreds i want to see blood and guts all over my tv screen i want to see fire i want to be burnt at the stake i i want this show to get my entire life i want to see the dynasty the 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 empress i want i want to see the the weight the umph the the cuntness i want to see the you know the the yes like i want to see the powerfulness i want to see everything that the house of targaryen has you know what i mean i want to see the dynasty that daenerys came from i want to see when she says house of targaryen i want to see that i want to feel that weight if i don't get that from this show I'm, I'm gonna have an attitude <laughs> so i don't know how many episodes uh this is going to be i'm pretty sure there's gonna be multiple seasons of it but i am super excited um for those of you who are listening and we used to have those game of thrones watch parties at a certain person's house i'm not gonna throw any person's name out there um best way i'm coming um you better go ahead and put up your big screen in the backyard because i am coming to watch this <laughs> i'm so excited for the house of the dragon to be coming for hbo max and the first episode is supposed to premiere on august 21st so please be sure to check that out so there you guys have it that's my list of things i'm most excited to see this coming summer you know from starting now all the way up to august what are you all excited to see that i know there's a lot of things i probably missed on this list and or your your taste of movies and tv shows may be different from mine you know i i do love the superhero stuff i do love the sci-fi stuff you know but i also love equality stuff i love anything you know gay <laughs> i love anything you know with representation i, I love any of that i love sci-fi i love fantasy like that's just what i'm really into um uh, so i i have a i have a variety of things that i like but i'm also i love a good you know thriller i love a good you know suspenseful movie i love a good romance if it's if it's good comedy movies can be hit and miss for me to be completely honest if it's forced it doesn't really work for me um but that was probably the only thing that i probably won't run out to see is a comedy but i enjoy them but everything else i love so like I said, let me know what you guys think or what are you guys interested in? You can always hit me up on my Instagram page at the movie bugle. Please be sure to like, comment and share this page so we can get this thing going and growing. And until next time, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.